We're live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. So we've got a great episode today. We are joined by uh, Dr. Chris Ely, who uh, you've been kind of a legendary member here at the gym for over a year now. And uh, people kind of describe him as that. Who don't know you, they're like, who's that guy? You know, like... He's just like really ripped, and he he's here every single day, and he like no crushes so fast. He's that's so, he crushes the running workouts. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're talking about that's, that's, that's Doctor Ely. Yeah. Um, so so we're kind of Jeremy and I are excited to have you on here today. Um, one because you you are how old are you? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Um, Fifty-seven in three days. And and he you routinely beat twenty-year-olds. Then that's a fact. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a hundred telling you and, that. And I say twenty-year-olds as in a thirty-two-year-old <laughs> that you routinely beat is sitting yeah. right next to you. Um, so, so you're you're doing something right, and you come from a, a medicine background, and you're obviously a huge advocate of fitness. And I think what we want to do with you today is just kind of hear about, you know, I don't think it started this way for you, or at least that's what I'm assuming, or I want to learn from, and like kind of what is your evolution towards health, towards fitness, been. And, um, you know, I'm throwing a whole, whole bunch of things at you, but what have, uh, what things have changed over the course of, of your career as it relates to health and fitness? And then, um, you know, what are some things that you're looking to progress towards? I know we were walking down the stairs and you said you wanted to come in tomorrow and lift something heavy. How is that, you know, have you always been that way? What, what has your progression been towards uh, to getting to where you are now? Starting, starting. Like, did you work out like this when you were in your twenties or eighteens? You know, were you born this just, way? <laughs> I think it's. Um, you know what? I honestly think I try harder. I think yeah. I, I try harder. Yeah. yeah. And and there are bucket loads of people that are bucket loads better than me. But um, they just they probably aren't trying harder. You know. Yeah. And that's and so and I don't know why um, why I do that. And it's sort of it's a competitive element. And I think that CrossFit's critical or to establish a community of wellness is critical um, to me in being successful and doing something with routine to have that competitive element you know and to, yeah. to have somebody that sets a bar that's a little bit higher than you and you're saying why am I not there you know why why can I do that yeah. and um, I think that that is a, a blessing of being male I think uh, men have a propensity to have more of that in them mm -hmm. and um, so that's um, yeah, I, I think I've always had that competitive element. Um, Does this come from so so the the health and wellness component? So you, so you're competitive, and, and, and you could be a competitive tennis player for you know maybe that that might have been your passion, and you might have chased tennis. But right now, you know, it, it's CrossFit, or a, a part of your life is CrossFit. Um, how does that relate to you as a physician? And and to, to you as you know as as helping people be healthier versions of themselves. You know. Um, um, that, that's something I struggle with every day because um, fitness doesn't necessarily mean health. They're great. So that, that was one of the things we want to cover today. Because I think people think that, oh, hey, if, if I have abs, I'm healthy. Ah. We actually have it yeah. written on our whiteboard up there. Fitness does not with equal. A, with a does health. not equal sign, yeah. Yeah, fitness does that's not cool. equal health. 
That's so why, cool. But why, is it, why do you say yeah. that? Because we know why we say Why do you say that? Um, to me, fitness is, is measurable, and that's what I love about it. I mean, I come in here, and you've got, you've got me writing a number down, down on a board, and I have a goal, and, and it's also uh, very temporal. It has, a, it has a time. It has a, I am this fit at this moment. And so it's, it's a measurable thing, and health is... Um, it's almost kind of metaphysical. Um, it's uh, it's uh, I think of when I think about talking with patients, I see health as this stool you sit on, and it has multiple legs. And if you don't have any one of those legs in place, you fall. And it, it, from a spiritual um, component, from a, a psychological component, from a needless to say a physical fitness component, from a nutrition, from a blah blah blah. Um, so. Um, I like that concept. Health is so all-encompassing. And I know there are people that are tons healthier than me that are not remotely as fit. You know, and, I, and, I, and you can walk in a room sometimes and Who? I think you, can, you guys <laughs> can't exude that, that. But you know, when you walk in a, a room and somebody exudes a piece about them and it's kind of, I almost think about it um, like when I, I, I'm envisioning a particular patient that is, uh, loves themselves they're 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 satisfied with with their their what they're putting into their body they're satisfied with what they're what they're demanding of their body and they're doing good things that aren't going to extrapolate out 20 years to chronic obstructive lung disease because they're smoking etc it's not all pleasure this moment it's rather a peacefulness about what their you know their their contribution to their own wellness yeah. that is uh, I, I that's health and um, I don't know that I, uh, I should be thinking more about, about that because sometimes fitness can get, to achieve high fitness can get in the way of health. Oh, absolutely. You know, not, maybe not sleeping as much or, or maybe really overextending um, yourself and um, maybe. Uh, Are you guilty of that? I think, I think so. Using this whoop uh, devices, I, you know, I, I don't have it on there for nothing. So, you know, when it's... When it's telling me, hey, back off. Yeah. I mean, what the heck do I have it on my wrist for? And why did and, I spend and, that money? And so you so were, you were the it. one that turned us on yeah. all these. Yes. So and it's, it's been, you know, I, I don't know if you realize this, but you you started a snowball, and it's been transformative for a lot of people. Because what is it? What has the whoop forced you to think about? Sleep, alcohol, um, that probably more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> for, but, but, but for a lot of people, that's yeah. those are a big yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. In which ways do you think about sleep and alcohol? Because this oh does not measure gosh. alcohol content. It does not. <laughs> it does <doesn't. laughs> I've been so, blowing on this thing and it turns red all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't figure out how to use it. There's a hole in the it side. Just don't drive. <laughs> Pull just, over I now. just tap it. If, it. if it lights up, I'm good to go. Yeah, like, give me three bars, I'm good. If it's red, go, just Uber. <laughs> so that's no, all. you cut down yeah. on it? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, or just yeah, just be conscientious. I mean, the, just the fact that it even even something or someone that asks you, what are you what are you up to, yeah. you know, uh, maybe how interesting it's an internal accountability. I mean, we all want to be. Uh, excuse me, I think a lot of people want need accountability. Oh, absolutely. And um, I think you can say that. On this all is <laughs> this is internal <laughs> ac accountability. Mm -hmm. um, that's really um, that's really cool. Yeah, to wake, works. wake up. Yeah, yeah, it works. I, <clears throat> Because it's so maybe it's so objective, and we're presuming that it's awesome information, you know. But I don't think anybody's going to get hurt by looking at this and and acting on it. That's you cool. know, um, that makes me think of um, the uh, 
the concept of um, data, just using data. We can accumulate data here um, and uh, data in how many carbs you eat, et cetera. But if, but if you don't act on that, right. if you don't do anything like that, mm -hmm. and then it's just these thoughts that are flowing through the air. And, and I, I, it's really interesting how we can get, uh, excuse me, and a person, myself, can get bogged down uh, thinking so much about something that it's overwhelming and so I can't do it. I want to just, uh, that, uh, I mean, maybe, oh, uh, being ketogenic. Yeah. Well, I got to put out, crunch all those carbs in here and, uh, and then you got to get this app and uh, ah, yeah, just, uh, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, wait a second. Those are all just thought elements, you know, that interrupted your ability to be be well or, or find something, uh, something out about yourself. So how, so how do you take that? So that person, for example, what's the first step? Um, you know, so, or, so they have this information, and it might seem overwhelming. What's how do you how do you get the ball rolling? Um, currently, um, I'm thinking the um, to be better for me to be better about divorcing myself of the uh, the energy that a thought has, and it's kind of Buddhism. Um, that that uh, from the I, negative energy that a thought yeah, has. Yeah. Uh, just the fact that, huh, um, I, uh, if some, some idea, or let's just say um, uh, walking in the rain, walking in the rain for yeah. some, it's just, it's not, it's, it's an uh, insurmountable idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Your clothes are going to get wet, your shoes. You, know. you haven't done it. You haven't, there's, there's been nothing, but it's already given you um, this, this obstacle and this thing you have to hurdle. And um, it doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't even exist. It's just a thought. And so, um, how do you divorce yeah, yourself you. of that? Yeah. You um, turning the cold water on at the end of your shower. Mm -hmm. Just stop thinking about it. You crank it and look. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> and now, what do I do with this? You know. Yeah. And so, um, it's kind of, it's that. And it's not not necessarily being mindless. It's just. Acknowledging, oh, like with um, with uh, meditation and and being able to um, observe these feelings and kind of and let them just flow through you and not consume you and yeah. and, and take over and then be that obstacle that that literally doesn't exist. You know, um, go walk in the rain, <laughs> find out what happens. Nobody, nobody, just like with sleep, nobody comes in sopping wet, cold, not feeling invigorated. You right know, and better about themselves right yeah I think yeah. like as, as you're saying that like my, my thought process goes towards um, our, our body's desire to stay safe and in homeostasis right so yeah. our, our body our, our, we're we are designed to survive right? yeah so at all those different points uh, we have those thoughts that tell us hey like cold water super simple you're not going to die but your body thinks you're going to die, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's, I like the awareness cue. It's like you have, you're bringing awareness to certain thoughts. So, so instead of, like you said, letting a thought consume you, it's okay, I have this thought. It's okay to have it. Now, what do I do with it, right? Because your body's trying to, I mean, it doesn't always know ice is not going to hurt you. It's just trying <laughs> to keep you in a state of homeostasis, right? Right. right. So then you, 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 you go about your life and, you can either be run by those thoughts or you can choose to look at them in different perspectives and, and go with them in different ways. Kind of like stress. So everybody looks at stress as a, as a horrible thing. Well, stress is there, both you stress and distress, to help you move forward, right? 
uh, I, I, in a book that I recently recently read called uh, Willpower Doesn't Work, one of the things was he's talking about a, a truck. So there's this guy, he has a, a truck, he gets stuck in the snow, and all the snows keep on going, his wheels are stuck. Well, then he's like, well, what the heck am I going to do? He has an axe in the back of his truck, and he goes down, he's in the woods, he starts chopping down the tree. That's a bunch of distress. He had to go through some trouble for that, right? And then he chops the wood and he throws the wood in the back of the truck. Well, as the truck gets loaded down with more and more stress, it creates some uh, grip on the tires and allows him to get out of the thing. So sometimes our bodies need that stress oh, uh-huh. and need that extra load to get out of the out, out of the trouble. But we don't always like that, so then we, we run from it instead of going towards it. Yeah. If it could be way out. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of um, um, ev- what's called evolutionary mismatch, mm-hmm. where um, uh, it is appropriate that we want to be at rest. It's appropriate that we want sugar. Um, uh, 10, 15,000 years ago, it was critical that you came across a date tree you sat your butt down and you finished that thing. <laughs> you ate everything you could. Right? Yeah. You were going to um, possibly starve for the next three to five days, which was is healthy. And um, fast forward, unfortunately, 10, 15,000 years, we still have the brain. But we knows, have trees. I have got to, uh, you know, this is sugar, I, a particular fructose. This is my, my best form of storage energy. I've got to consume that. Vice of uh, and con- con- you know to everybody listening. So so you just talked. You mentioned fructose, best form of storage energy. Can you just clarify that, or just speak, excuse speak. me, just as of the of our sugars, it's um, the sweetest and most inclined. It is uh, most accessible to the liver liver yes. to be used as a storage energy. So and so store honey, it as fat. Honey stored as fat. Great. Thank you. That's what, exactly. well, that's why I want everybody to hear at home is because you yeah you know you think you know truly so people say you know fruits and vegetables. Well, most people go seventy percent fruits, thirty percent vegetables. Right now, now, now you're talking about hey, yeah. that's not from an evolutionary standpoint. Yeah, yeah. At, in the in the day, it's really appropriate, but unfortunately, in our culture, where eighty percent of the grocery store might not be edible, um, you uh, we've got these brains still that are as old as they are, yeah. and they're saying I need a bunch of this, and or I need to. Uh, I need energy conservation and, and these things in, in a culture. Now we've got to go, I have to come to a CrossFit gym <laughs> and say, you know yeah, what? Right. Stress me out. Make me stick my head in ice water. You right. know, um, uh, challenge me in the ways that I am designed. Yeah. Because when you are challenged that way, it, it, what's really fun in being part of medicine is to see objectively what happens then, you know, how people actually transform their so tell us about that and then and then i want to get i want to talk a little bit more about your journey too because i know you weren't you haven't always been doing this right um but tell me more objectively what are you looking for or what have you seen in your practice um from an objective um in uh, whether it's blood work or body composition in going into medicine with defense to um all uh, doctors um we're designed we're uh educated to be problem solvers, fire stomper outers, you know, and um, and you learn about drugs. You learn about you don't learn a lot about at all about wellness, fitness, nutrition. I have much less nutrition ex, ex, um, uh, um, uh, education than you guys do. Um, 
the uh, and I, that may be changing in medical school. It's been quite some time, you know, that I was in there. But uh, um, it, because the d disease is overwhelming, and also an in interesting thing, um, the that disease that comes from behavior. You know, they uh, suggest uh, um, forty percent of all death is has some kind of human behavior behind it: smoking, inactivity, and that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh crap! What we're, we're looking at objective measures. So uh, what? Oh. So what do you see? So we can see, you know, yeah, your squat went up and your mile time went down, and you know that's what we see in our office. What, yeah. what do you see in your office? And um, so. When I, so in starting medicine, you're, you're dealing with the disease management and it was always just to stomp down disease, not stomp it out. Correct. Um, and to try and keep people from getting worse faster. <laughs> so it was, yes. the, the impression was that we're all on this downhill slope. You're, just, now, you're just older, it's gonna happen, let's just try and defer for five years. You have diabetes, we can't turn that around. You've got to, we're just gonna see if we can maintain you as long as possible. And when this drug doesn't work, then the algorithm is to add this drug. When that drug doesn't work, then well, crap, you need to be on insulin now. And then when in, you're on insulin, then you're, you gain weight and your blood pressure goes up and your cholesterol goes up and then we, uh, you know, it was, it, that was the, that was the path. And um, Julie, um, my wife, um, started uh, boot camp um, years before I did. And uh, oh, so she, was, she was the first. Oh yeah, definitely. She, um, at any rate, she- Look what uh, she created. <laughs> she started uh, in, I don't know that she wanted me to come to the same gym or not, but yeah. she, um, inspired me certainly too and then um, I met a guy named Michael Rutherford who's a real forward thinker in uh, health this community is ten years ago five years ago I I don't know yeah yes no um, and and that's when the uh, kind of more of a wellness ball started rolling and I'm starting to um, read more about uh, for, uh, particularly evolutionary um, uh, medicine and uh, what we're designed to do and nutrition etc and and then all of a sudden thinking no this is this could be transformative and and it particularly where uh, it starts with food yeah. you know and um, then all of a sudden introducing some of these ideas to a select few patients that you know what this person wants to be well and I'm not contributing to that and now we start working on wellness and then all of a sudden start picking a couple sick people out and oh my gosh I mean to literally see somebody go from a diabetic status to non-diabetic you know and the in, joy in, in of your, that, in their, your their joy right um, They're changing their diet. Oh my gosh! Yeah, almost okay. invariably, it has to be. It starts with food. Then um, you know the hope is that you start incorporating physical, physical activity. It's slower to come around. Interestingly enough, I think uh, maybe what we put in our mouths is a little easier for people. But I don't know. Do you yeah, think health everything. is simpler than we make it out to be? Uh, I don't know. I think it's. I mean, for those of, for you, because you see, and you know what, at the end of a month of Whole30 or something like that, yeah. uh, when people reflect mm -hmm. and see what they've done to themselves, um, yeah, and then the rest of life is easier. It's easier yeah. for me to pass up the, the extra dinner roll. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't use that, yeah. and I don't need that. So you're right, but, but I think kind of getting back to the barrier of thought, uh, yeah, you know, well, just that barrier of Because it's like, well, thought. eggs are good, eggs yeah. are bad. Is oh. whole wheat good? Whole yeah. wheat's bad. Like, you oh know, my people gosh. are just so thrown off. So then they do right. what you said, and they're like, you know what, screw it. Right. Yeah. I can't, yeah. Even, I can't even be bothered. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's all the all those like those penetrating thoughts that you just need to just let them, let them let them pass through you. Yeah. Well, that, and and have but also have a like awareness. So like you said, like um, I don't need this. I want this I want this box of donuts like I could destroy it. And, and I like what what he said about why you want it. And you're yeah. because a lot of people are like I'm a bad person. I'm a binge no, eater. Right. Like. No, you're, you're designed right. to, right. like, it's it's Good right that you crave yeah. them. Yeah. When you ingest that, it's like a dopamine explosion in your brain, and you want that. But <laughs> but is it August, and have you not eaten for the last five days? Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> you know, so, like, if you can ask those questions, then you're like, you know what? I deserve every single date I find. Well, yeah, and are you utilizing that energy? Like, are you using it, or are you sitting on your behind not utilizing it? Are you in a state of hibernation? So, so you got the ball rolling. So, so Julie pulls you into the gym, or somehow. Yeah. This thing might hurt your butt. So that that sounds like it changed your practice. Oh, absolutely. It How did it change uh, you? Um, oh, the attention to food. I'm I'm still on the uh, treadmill of um, what does the American Diabetes Association say? What is uh, you know. What are the what is the federal government tell me that my plate should look like? Yeah, you know, um, and uh, uh, I needed something to rock me off that, and um, what what a blessing. Then, furthermore, to to live in a home where um, she makes awesome food, you know, and um, and embraces wellness because um, I mean, it'd be very much like uh, people trying to stop smoking and living with a smoker. I mean. Um, and uh, and similarly, being in a community. I mean, how critical is that? Being in a community where um, uh, most anybody, if I'm uh, in their home, we're not going to be eating crap that right. come to this place. Right. You know, that that becomes your your world. So it becomes easy there. But I think about the folks that li- that that step outside the doors of this, never actually step into it, mm-hmm. and their interpretation of what wellness is is what we see on TV where you have a family, a commercial of a family of beautiful, fit people sitting around a table of Diet Coke, regular Coke, and a pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, none of those people eat that, no. that are in that commercial. No. Um, they can't. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. No. No, that, that makes, that makes com- complete sense. You don't, you don't think about it in that way, because when they see that, that's what they, they, they visualize as... Um, as okay, well, those those people. That's normal. Them. That's normal. Yeah, but then you also go to the other extreme of I think the CrossFit Games. Those people aren't necessarily <laughs> healthy either. Right? Correct. Yeah. That's- um, by any means. So that's why, like you said in the beginning, like you can go somewhere where someone might not be as fit as you, but they're a little bit more healthy than you. Or you can tell that, like I like, you know, they're glowing. Yeah. You know, when they when they come into your office, and you can oh just feel that like that energy flowing from them. That is not, you know, they might not be the yeah. fittest person in the world, but they've got, you know, they've got that stool that might might be pretty darn yeah. balanced. I bet you guys, it must be fun being here and seeing the transformations in people here. And, uh, I mean, somebody do their first pull-up and, uh, you know, whatever, squat a gazillion pounds and, you know, just that. I want to say yeah. something to that, though, and, and, and be honest about it. It's almost numbing. Listen. Because we see it, it helps all the itself. time, uh-huh. and it's like, do we think health is easy? It's like, yeah, there's like some guidelines to follow, and it's like, it's it's maybe it's not easy, but it's very simple. Uh-huh. And oh. I think, and I think yeah. that's you know, uh, 
I think that's the biggest thing I see is like people come up to me and they're like, hey, I'm, I'm down 20 pounds. And like my, my first reaction is, oh my gosh, like that's amazing. Like super excited for that person. But then I'm also like, yeah, you've been sh- coming to the gym five days a week and you gave up sugar last month. What did you think was going to happen? Like, yeah. you know, so it's 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 this beautiful transformation that happens. And, and we totally like we totally like love it. And like, that's why we do what we do. But it doesn't shock us. Yeah. You know, what I mean, Cause it's not like, oh, that worked. Yeah, cool. Like, like I didn't, I didn't we'll think it was going to work. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try that on somebody else now. So. Yeah. Well, I, interestingly enough, I still have the, the same anxieties years later getting people's lab because um, I think you kind of alluded to the fact that it, once, all they of this, made, once they made a change. Yeah, they made a change. And what if, what if things don't look better? Sure. And all these other, uh, uh, you know, they've lost weight and, you know, they're feeling better. And, you know, all of a sudden we see something bad happen lab-wise that, that's not commensurate with that. But I've never seen it. Um, to something you said earlier, though, that it, it is a moving, this is all a moving target. And I sure, I feel awkward um, proposing that here's the solution, you know, to any, anybody that I see in my clinic, that this is, this is absolutely the answer. But it is, this is the most, this is the neatest stuff that we know right now, or that I know right now. Yeah. And how about applying it? Because one thing for sure, let's just choose Whole30. Nobody at the end of a month is going to be get get hurt no no <laughs> Nobody the, gets the hurt. risk is zero yeah so um and um if that seems odd or unreasonable and you have a lot of things to refute that it's good for you well how is what you're doing working for you then correct because if it's working then i shut up but typically people aren't seeing me because things are working so i think that's a perfect segue into the the growth mindset of like you have not you've evolved uh-huh. Like what you taught in med- medical school is, is I'm sure you, you get to apply it, but you've added to that mm-hmm. and, and you haven't, you haven't stagnated it in your career. So tell me, you know, what has, what, what is that one thing that we kind of talked about in the intro that has changed? So, so maybe 20 years ago you recommended this mm-hmm. and now, and now you've grown and you've, you've learned this. We did the same thing in the gym. Like, you know, we we're going to give you the best we have now. Mm-hmm. And, and then if we find something better, guess what we're going to give you next month. <laughs> so, so you, you've done the same thing in your practice. What is something that's changed, you know, in the last 20 years for you? Um, I think mostly that the concept of, um, the, the evolutionary medicine concept to me, to think about, uh, what we're designed to do. I think to, to really, really investigate that take a look at that understand that and it it helps me give us all a break when we want to behave we'll say behave poorly we're designed we're designed to do that and so and that that is the struggle i think we've talked a little bit about the ease of being well it it is simple i don't think it's easy every day it's it's a it's a job Uh, it's hard to be well right i mean or you're making constant decisions so that the concept of to look at the human body as uh, as something that has not evolved now we're kind of de-evolving with with our culture and we're getting this barrage of crap and so how do we how do how do I help people divorce themselves of what is considered norm mm-hmm. um, so that's one thing um, another thing might be um, kind of uh, mindful mindfulness um, 
um, reflection in um, uh, where where you want to go. Um, uh, willpower. You talk about willpower. I believe in that, though. Uh, maybe willpower is the next step. That's another big thing. I wish I learned a lot more about willpower because we have lots of data, all this data, all this information, and um, and people are can be awesome. I can be awesome at accumulating it. Do something about it, and that you know, crossing over into that. That's probably one of the neatest secrets. Let's presume that you, we all have entirely different ideas of what great nutrition is. Um, it doesn't matter what our ideas are unless we're yeah. applying them. Right. Right. And so apply it. And, and so that's been fun in kind of studying about willpower and how to incentivize people or what, what do we need to do to, to, you know, step in and go do something about it. How do you get the light bulb to turn on? Um, I, uh, uh, one thing that I talk about over and over and over again is, uh, is I can tell you who I am this moment and this day. Um, I know that I came this morning, what I drank, what I did yesterday, what my plan is, what, I mean, not what my plan is, what, what I'm, what I'm up to in this moment. And I can, uh, I feel a hundred percent sure of who that, that person is. I have an image of myself out out to my side here. That is uh, what I'm going to do January 1st or what I'm going to do tomorrow night or, uh, or next week. Mm -hmm. And it's human nature and to, to give ourselves 100% credit for this future being. And there are human studies that are fun to read about where we will literally credit ourselves with that future being and it impedes you from doing anything about it. Because I guess an example, I need to call a friend who's, uh, the, I'm having trouble with my relationship with them and um, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna call him tomorrow night. Oh my gosh, I feel so relieved. relieved yeah. I'm so relieved, I'm calling him tomorrow night. That is awesome. Yeah. Okay, tomorrow night, well, Julie made me get some vegetables and, and Luke's home from school and, uh, you know, yeah, okay. And that, well, I'm gonna next week, you know, because tomorrow's gonna be really good. Next week, I got it, you know. And so we end up moving through life <laughs> like this, never capturing that future being. And so I, I love the concept of taking that future being hand, putting it over your heart, and <clears throat> who are you? Where are you? Where is it that you're envisioning you're going? I mean, it's a neat thing to ask people. Well, five years from now, one year from now, next week, what is it? Who is it that you're thinking you're going to be? Get that over your heart and then maybe journal in your every morning. If you did anything about did a journal of any sort, have a self-affirmation statement. If that's all you do in the morning, you wake up and it says, I am dot, dot, dot. And who is it? Go to What are you? You know, I am an athlete. I am a non-smoker. I am 10 pounds lighter. I am 20 pounds heavier. What is it? You know, and, and, and hold that hand over your heart and, and, um, let's be true to ourselves. Um, and, or realize, you know what? I can't do that. And I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to smoke for the rest of my life. Okay, then let's work on the happiness of being a smoker and overweight. And we got to work on that because you're going to have more limited time and it's going to get ugly. But let's, then we work with that. Right. <clears throat> I, when you said that, I thought about like, you're also, when like a New Year's resolution hits, like when you go, man, you tell someone, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get fit next year. And everybody's <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to start on Monday. <laughs> Monday, no, tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow never comes. So that's really cool. Well, I, I like the affirmation. I, I, yeah. I've done I've done a bunch of that, and it's I didn't I've never thought of it from that context. Yeah. Of taking taking your future self, and instead of pushing off your future self, start owning that now. And like, yeah, like if it's those ten pounds. Like I'm down ten pounds. Like this yeah. person here. This is who I am. This is who I am, and it. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wait for my future self to be able to express that. I, that's a. That's a yeah. really good tip for people. When When do you think? Um, when do you think medicine? Because I, 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 I firmly believe. I think John does too. That uh, what we're doing here is preventative medicine. Um, like in, in the gym, mm-hmm. like trying to be as preventative as possible. Mm-hmm. When do you think there'll be a merger or do you think there ever will be like medicine and prevent? Cause I think like, well, maybe this is it, you know, <laughs> this is where it, and this is where, it, where it goes with this, where it starts. Um, yeah, it would be, it would be fun. Um, I think there's kind of conversation about, um, a little more conversation about health and wellness, um, in, in the medical community. Um, and I don't think the medical community has been quick to embrace um, fitness at all. I think uh, it, it has a lot to do with economics, and um, there's not, there isn't money in counseling people to be well. I mean, the money is in drilling, you know, <laughs> drilling their bone, and oh, absolutely, um, and giving know, them drugs, right? Yeah, through absolutely. pharmaceuticals. So um, there's can, there's like a little bit of an impediment, but I mean. Here's where it it can yeah. start, um, and, and um, I, I don't think what we do here is like a panacea for for everything. It's not going to no. cure everything, and I don't think modern medicine is a bad thing because it, it saves lives on a daily basis. I think like what Jeremy's saying is there's just there's a divide, and it's like you need prevention, and then also like when when it hits the fan and you bust something mm-hmm. or you get really sick, like who am I going to see? Like I'm going to see Doc, like yeah. um, like because my squats didn't fix that, and eating Whole Thirty is not going to fix this infection that I have. Yeah. And I need some you know twenty or twenty first century um, you know medicine. So um, you know I yeah I'd, I'd love for I'd love for the merger to to happen, but I think you're exactly right. Is the, the economics have to somehow line up or get the insurance companies uh, to, to uh, have diffic- enough, di- enough difficult times that they're like, wait a second. So if you go to the CrossFit gym and you eat clean, you're going to cost us mm-hmm. you know, 50% less than the person who smokes cigarettes and mm-hmm. eats fast food. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll pay for your membership. Mm-hmm. And, that'll, and that'll convert to lower insurance costs. So maybe, maybe the wheel starts with the insurance companies. You know, yeah, you know, maybe right. does, maybe it doesn't start in, in the actual medical world because that's not what's driving the money. You're right. So I'm, I'm You're just right. hopelessly optimistic that that there aren't many physicians like you though, and I know you're not going to want to oh, toot your horn, know. but there are there aren't. And, and here's the way I look at it: when I go to a gym, and I look at I look at the trainer, I'm looking at somebody who is I, I perhaps want to embody. Mm-hmm. You know, or like they can do things that I can't do. Cool. I want to. I want to follow in their footsteps. When I go to a physician, how often are you sitting with a physician who you're like, dude, this guy is lean. He's coherent. He know. You know, he he's got great energy. You know, he's got good skin. Like yeah. he he looks healthy. And I think I think a lot of physicians out there don't embody health. Hmm. You, you know, I mean, but but also the thing that I think of is they're working night shifts. They've, you know, they're working 100 hours a week. They've got a lot of things working against them. 
from from the health capacity. And I think you know, you're rare in that regard. It, it might just it's just uh, an another job, though. Yeah, I can be um, uh, an electrician. You know, I think I wonder if you just don't see the same degree of wellness in all in all oh, yeah. facets of every sure. job. I yeah. happen to be in what you'd think is involved with wellness, but it's not. It is, excuse me, from my perspective, it, I'm trained in disease management, mm-hmm. and I happen to be a disease manager. Which we depend, uh, which is hugely important. Know, and um, I want, you know, you kind of want, especially when you want to be well, you want wellness direction. Mm-hmm. But um, I, there are wellness coaches, and, and my daughter's, in, you know, super involved in, in the whole wellness advocacy kind of world, and, and maybe that's going to be more the... You know, you'll go to people that are more in a naturopathic world mm-hmm. to, to seek that out. I'd like to think that it comes from traditional medicine, but in all honesty, with every year that goes by, there's two gazillion new disease processes or different, you know, things that need attention. So uh, we'll be uh, doctors, maybe cubby hold to that and, and uh, physical trainers uh, here and, you know, um, uh, spiritual wellness people and meditation and and it would be fun to see an amalgamation of it uh, of it all and uh we go to the walmart maybe walmart's going to come up with but uh but i, I just want to say i know uh, jeremy feels the same way like you know you might not so it's not it hasn't all come together yet but when when your patients come to see you like we have the full faith that they're getting that and, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. So somebody might be coming to you for disease prevention. Somebody might be coming to you just because they've got, you know, a, a, you know some kind of disorder. And, and I think what I appreciate is you look at things from a holistic perspective, not just, hey, this is the person walking in. Here's, here's a pill and, and, and go out the door. It's, I, I want there to be more, more of you. Like when I hear of a doctor who says that squatting is good i'm like i want that i want to find that person i want to hug them you know because because it's it's not the it's not the majority at this point so um you know on behalf of all of us and behalf of everybody at 2020 we appreciate what you're doing because i know it's you're going up the street yeah Yeah. um yeah it's coming from being with you um that uh you know what would inspire me to take a look you know to challenge myself um you know, um, and, and be in this community and stick my head in ice water. What the heck? You know, right? It feels I pretty mean, good when you get yeah, out there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just to, um, yeah, to, to extend yourself, to, to investigate that. that. That doesn't come from me. That doesn't come from medicine. That comes from the environment that you've created. Um, I'm really thankful to be part of it. Okay. We I was going to say, I remember when you first came and, uh, and I didn't know who you were yet. And it was right during the open, the, the open comes around. Like, I'm like, all right, yeah, doing pretty, this is a pretty fun little open thing. Next thing I know, this guy, Chris is on top of the leaderboard. Who like, is he? Who's this, who's this guy? Where did he come from? Who's this guy? I was like, Just. when John said like, I like to be a doctor and to be fit like that. I was like, dang, that's a cool right. doctor right there. So when you came in, and it's it's fun to hear that you you know you learned some stuff from us because oh we definitely learned some stuff. Yeah. every single day. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And we're lucky we've got some other physicians here who like yeah. you know I think the ball is rolling, and it, and it takes guys like you to to say hey you know this this is you know this is conventional medicine, and that's it's a beautiful thing, and we need it. Mm-hmm. 
it's not like we're not here like you know throughout conspiracy theories and all this garbage it's like no it's conventional medicine is needed what else is there yeah and it's i think you you've you've done a really good job just kind of keeping your head up looking around seeing what else there is and continually innovating and um and i think that's why we're excited to get you on here because that's what we're trying to do here so you you provide us kind of great motivation um i almost think of it as like a threat like like you're going to keep innovating so we better keep innovating well, you, you know, like we want to keep the, keep the ball, keep the ball rolling. So, again, ser- seriously, thank thank oh, you for gosh. for you know getting to work with us on a daily basis. Thank you for coming in it and, and kind of on my pleasure. Gi- given given the story, I, I think Jeremy and I both got a, a yeah. huge <laughs> kick out of it. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you in the gym very soon.